Aga Markus evangeeliumi neljast peadik. Ja kui me eksis, meil on täna 25 osa. About real life and this year. Teema siis reaalne elu ja sellel aastal siis. And in our Wednesday night Bible study together. Ja oma kolmapäevastes pilvi uurimistundides. The last half of the year we've been looking at the subject of faith. Viimase pool aastat me oleme uurinud usu usu teemat. We started looking at the different aspects that we need to add to our faith to cause our faith to be more effective. Ma alustasin rääkides sellest, et milliseid erinevaid Ise omadusi meil on vaja lisada selleks, et usk toimiks meie elus. Ja viimaste nädalate jooksul me oleme rohkem keskendunud sellele, kuidas Jumala käest vastu võtta. Ja kuidas meil on vaja kasutada oma usku selleks, et käia Jumala tõotustes ja lubadustes. Sest peale pääst, mitte miski muu ei ole Jumalaga käimises automaatne. Jumal tahab, et me võtaksime vastu. Aga kui sul ei ole usku, siis Jumal ei saa liikuda sinu jaoks. Kui sina ei usalda Jumalat, siis sa ei saa käia selles, mida tema on lubanud. Seega meil on vähe kasutada ja rakendada oma usku selleks, et Jumal saaks liikuda meie jaoks. Ja et Jumal saaks liikuda ka läbi meie teiste inimeste jaoks. Ja meil on käsitud sõnas, et me sukelduksime Jumalas sõnasse ja leiaksime sealt tõotused enda elu jaoks. Ja seda teevad jüngrid. Amen. We are to go into all the world and make jõudud. Me peaksime minema kõikjale maailma ja tegema jüngrid. Mida jüngrid teevad? Nad sõõnevad Jumal sõnasse ja leiavad ta üles teotused. Nad leiavad selle, mida Jumal on neilt palunud. Ja mida on Jumal teotanud neile. Kuidas me peaksime elama oma elusid sellisel viisil, mis tooks au temale. Ja seda teevad jüngrid. Jüngrid leiavad üles see isa südame. Nad otsivad seda. Ja sellepärast ma olen väga tänulik, et te käitasin kolmapäevitise pärast, et ma usun, et see on põhjus, miks te siin oled. Et me otsime ühes koos isa südame. Ja siis me läheme siit välja maailma. Ja siis meie saame olla abiks luues jüngreid kõikel maailmas. Aga enne kui sa saad luua jüngreid, pead sa ise olema jünge. Nii et läheme ja loome erinevust. Oleme nendel viimaste päevadele osa Jumala suurest plaanist. Sest ma usun, et Jumal saab ja Jumal varustab oma kogudust. Ja ennus, mida me peame tegema, on usaldama, et ta seda ka teeb. Ja see ei seisne üksnes meie küsi, ja palumises. Meil on maja küsida. Meil on maja paluda. Aga läbi selle, et me teeme kõike seda usu läbi. Kui palju teavad, et sa võib paluda palve ja ilma usuta täiesti? Ma olen neid palveid palunud. Jumal, küll oleks tore, kui sa teeks. Aga sa on mingit tavastus pole. Sul pole mitte midagi, mille najal seista. Sa oled nagu, okei, viimane variant, mul viimane õlekärs, nüüd palume. Kule, no kõike muud on proovin, no ei lähe tühja, kui ma vähemalt proovid palvetada. Aga meil on maja paluda usus. Ja kui me palume usus, siis see on palve, mis toob tulemusi. Ja meil on maja kasutada oma suud selleks, et esile kutsuda Jumala tõotusi. Nii et me palume ja küsime usus. See tähendab, et me usume Jumalat ja me ei ei kahtle mitte üldsegi. Ja kui me teeme seda, siis me saame käia mõningates imedes. Ja me oleme uurinud mõningaid imesid piiblist. Enmisel nädalal me vaatasime ühe naiselu peale, kes läks Jeesuse juurde. Her daughter was sick. And Jesus, he told her, healing is not for you, healing is the children's bread. Ja Jeesus ütles selle naisele, et tervenimine ei kuulu sulle, see on minu lastele. 
How many are thankful that healing is the children's bread? Amen. How many are the children of God? Amen. Healing belongs to us. It is ours through Christ Jesus. That's what it is. That's part of the whole package of salvation. It's salvation belongs to us. And so we see here that Jesus said, no, healing is not for you. You're not a Jew. Healing is for my children. It's the children's bread. And then Jesus goes and calls her a dog. And, and I love this woman, how bold she is in her faith. And she used her faith to stand her ground. She must have been totally convinced about what she believes. Amen. If you're not convinced about what you believe, you can be easily talked out of it. But this woman was convinced about what she believed. She knew what God's promise was. That the Messiah is coming and he will, be, he will have healing that will come with him. And she believed this guy is the Messiah. And so she, she received her miracle here by faith. She was bold to ask for and claim what was rightfully hers. She was not rude. But she was bold. How many know there's a difference? When you're before the Heavenly Father, when you're before the Almighty God, you better not be rude, but you can be bold. You be respectful in the way that you see your God. But in her asking and in her standing in her faith, she was very respectful. And she said, yes, Lord, that might be true. Me and my family, we might just be a bunch of dogs. But Lord, even dogs eat the crumbs from masters. She said, I don't need the whole loaf of bread. I just need some crumbs. And I know crumbs from your table are more, more, more than enough for me. Jesus said, woman, you've got great faith. Your daughter's healed. Amen. Then we looked at another man who came unto Jesus on behalf of a servant. Who came on behalf of one of his servants? And a Roman soldier who understood authority. And if Jesus is who he claims to be, he said, Sir, all you got to do is speak the word, my servants can heal. You don't need to put your hand on my servant. You don't even need to come to my house. He said, Just speak the word. Amen. This is, this is where, where we have got to get to a place in our faith. That we just believe the word of God. And we just speak the word for ourselves. And we know that it's going to come to pass. And so the harvest time is going to come for you. And you need to know that you are going to receive that God has more than enough that he desires to pour out upon your lives. But we need to stand and we need to believe God for what it is that he has promised to us. Speak and confess what it is that we believe. And abundance is going to come for us. Amen. Amen. Say abundance is coming to me. Abundance Amen. I believe that. Now I, I have some abundance. I've got more than enough to pay my bills. I've got more than enough to eat. I've got more than enough to 
more than enough clothes in my closet. I don't have just one pair and when it's dirty I walk naked the next day. How many know we are a blessed people? Amen. There are some people in this world that they don't have what you have. You might look around and see some of these big businessmen and think, oh man, I'm so poor. But you, you got to think, man, I'm so blessed. And God can take you where you are and he can get you to a place where you have even more abundance. And this is where we're going to be looking at here tonight. Remember, uh, let's go back to Mark 4 here, verse 26. Remember Jesus, he's teaching on how... how uh, to, to get your faith to bring results. Jeesus räägib siin, kuidas kasutada muus, kui selleks, et tuua tulemusi oma elus. And so, uh, in verse 26, and he also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. 26. saimisi Jeesus ütles, nõnda on Jumala riik, nagu inimene viskab seeme maa peale. What is Jesus teaching about? He's teaching about what the kingdom of God is like. What did he say to do? What did he say it's like? A man scatters seed. A man plants seed. This is what the kingdom, how the kingdom of God works. A man plants seed. That's our part. He goes on in verse 27, day and night, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. And all by itself, it produces, uh, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full, full kernel in the head. And as soon as it is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because his harvest has come. Hallelujah. So when, when harvest comes, you can get your harvest. But before you can ever get your harvest, this is what the kingdom of God is like. Man scatters some seed. What is the kingdom of God like? A man scatters seed. God causes that seed to multiply. To grow. To produce for you. And then you go out and you just take what is rightfully yours. You go get your harvest. And there's going to be times in your life where all you have to do is just put in the sickle and, and the harvest is yours. So boldly take every opportunity that you receive. Knowing that God has got a plan. And if this is something that God has put into my life, I'm going to take full advantage of this. Be bold to ask and be bold to confess the word of God in your situation. And what you're believing God for will come to pass. And I believe as we stand on the word and as we are trusting God for abundance. As we're believing God for our harvest. That he's going to open up our eyes. He open up the eyes of our heart and help us to see see his plan and see his ways. And as you walk into every situation of your life, you're going to watch God come through for you. Amen. You're going to find favor. You're going to find wisdom. You're going to find success. You're going to find power when you need it. You're going to find that supernatural help from heaven. And when we do, 
Ja kui me seda teeme, what is our part? Siis mis on meie osa selles? And we just give glory to God. Siis me just anname kiitos ja austus Jumalale. Amen. Don't take it, don't take the credit for what God does. Ära ära võta seda kiitust endale, mis ei kuulu sulle. You give glory to God. Sina toa austust ja kiitost Jumalale. You let people know God is blessing my life. Anna inimestele teada, et Jumal on see, kes õnnistab minu elu. God is the one that's making all this come to pass. Ja Jumal on see, kes kutsub neid asju täituma minu elus. But you need to know that preparation will cause you to be ready for this. Aga sul on vaja teada, et kui sa valmistud ette, siis sa saad olla valmis selle. Preparation will cause you to be ready for harvest. Kui sa valmistad ennast ette, siis see põhjustab seda, et sa oled lõikusajaks valmis. If a man does not scatter seed, there will be no harvest. Kui inimene ei viska seemneid maa peale, siis mingisugust lõikust tulla ei saa. But as we plant our seed, aga kui me külvame oma seemed, harvest is coming. Siis tuleb ka lõikus. And sometimes it's suddenly Ja on aegu, kui see tuleb äkitselt. See tuleb täiesti ootamatult. Ja ootamatud õnistused on siin ootamas. On viise, mil Jumal saab siin kasutama täiesti ootamatult. Ja sul on vaja nendeks ootamatuteks olla valmis. When God speaks to you and asks you to do something, kui Jumal räägib sinule ja palutsu teha midagi. You can't say, okay, hold on God, let me pray for three days and then I'll do it. Siis sa ei saa öelda, et Jumal ootama paletan kolm päeva ja siis ma lähen teen seda. When God asks you to do something, kui Jumal palutsu midagi teha. You can't say, well Lord, let me go to Bible school first and then I'll do it. Siis sa ei saa öelda, et Jumal ootama kõik lähen Bibli kooli ja siis ma lähen siin edasi. You need to say, yes God. Siis ma lähen öelda, ja Jumal ma teen seda. Amen. Be obedient. Ole sõna kuulelik. Be quick to obey. Ole kiire kuuletuma. But the only way you're going to be able to be quick in your obedience. Aga ainus viis, mille sa saad olla kiire reageerima Jumala kutsele. It's if you prepared yourself for that moment. On siis, kui sa oled ennast ette valmistanud selleks hetkeks. And preparation is the key to being able to have the suddenlies of God in your life. Ja ette valmistumine on väga suur osa sellest, et sa oled valmis nendeks äkitselt. And I believe that we are beginning to walk into a time where there's going to be a whole lot more suddenlies for us. Ja ma usun, et me oleme liikumas sinna aega, kus on tulemas rohkem sellised äkitselt hetki meie elu. Where suddenly God provided. Kus äkitselt Jumal varustas. Where suddenly God showed up. Kus äkitselt Jumal ilmutas ennast. Where suddenly lives have changed. Kus äkitselt elud on muutunud. Amen. I'm believing for some suddenlies in this next year. Ma usun siin järgmise aasta jooksul palju sellised äkitselt. And so, you know, as we enter into this season, we're in Christmas season, in December. Praegu me oleme siin jõuluhooajas läheneme jõulule. The most beautiful time of the year. Aasta kõik ei lõusam aeg. I love this time. Aega armastan seda aega. I get into this. I think Christmas is awesome. Mulle täega meeldivad jõulud ja ma täega naudin seda. But much of what Christmas is aga palju sellest, mis jõulu tegelikult on is about giving and receiving. On andmises ja vastuvõtmises. It's not just about the pretty lights and decorations. Jõulud ei seisne ainult kenades tuledes ja kaunistustes. The fun part of Christmas is the giving and the receiving. Eks väga tore osa jõulud on andmine ja vastuvõtmine. And it's what makes this time of year fun and happy. Ja minust on midagi, mis muudab seda aja väga toredaks ja rõõmsameelseks. Where people around the world are actually doing what the word of God has asked us to do. Kus inimesed üle terve maailma tegelikult teevad seda, mida Jumala sõna on palunud meil teha. That we're all giving and receiving and filled with joy and happiness. Et me oleme kõik andmas ja vastuvõtmas ja oleme täidetud rõõmuga. And so when the world starts walking in the principles of God, they get some of the happiness too. Ja tead, kui maailm hakkab käima mõningatest nendest põhimõtetest, millest piibel räägib, siis ka nemad saavad osa sellest tõelisest rõõmust. Ja see on ka viis, milline saab meie suhe Jumalaga olla. Meie suhe Jumalaga seisneb andmises ja vastuvõtmises. Andmises ja vastuvõtmises. Aga kui pealid teavad, et kui meie anname ja kui meie vastuvõtame, siis meie saame aati kõvasti parema tehingu. Kui see, kui Jumal annab ja Jumal saab tagasi. God gives and receives. Jumal annab ja võtab vastu täpselt samamoodi. The Bible says that he gave us Jesus. Piibel räägib, et tema andis Jeesuse. So that he could receive you. Selleks, et ta saaks teid vastu võtta. If God didn't give Jesus, he would have never had you in his family. Kui Jumal poleks Jeesust annud, siis ta poleks ka kunagi saanud sind. God loves the giving and the receiving. Jumal armastab seda andmist ja vastu võtmist. The planting and the reaping. Seda külvamist ja lõikamist. God loves that. He's the one that created this principle. 
And then we walk in it. Ja siis meie käime selles. We give to God and we receive from God. Ja me anname Jumalale ja saame võtta vastu tema käest. How many know he gives a whole lot more to us than he receives? Me olid teavad, et Jumal annab kõvasti rohkem kui, kui, kui mida meie temale saame anda. Amen. He is so faithful everything we have comes from him. Jumal on nii ustav, et kõik mis meil on tuleb tema käest. The Bible says every good thing we have in life comes from the Father above. Tiibe räägib, et kõik head asjad mis meil elus on tulevad isa käest. And he just asks us to have a heart to give back. And so this is the relationship we are to have with our God, giving and receiving. But even though we get the, the better deal, how many know God can still be pleased and happy with what you do for him? So what do you do for God? What do you do for God? And you might think, well, I could never match what God does for me, so I just won't do nothing. Ja sa võid mõelda, et kuule, et ma kunagi ei saa võistelda sellega, mida Jumal minule annab ja minule teeb, nii et parem on, kui ma ei anna midagi. You know, God just wants to see your heart. God just wants to see that your, your, your heart in 100% and in your giving. But it's like us and our own children. You know, maybe at Christmas time, you buy your child a, a bicycle that's 200 euros. Your child goes out and buys you something that's 5 euros. And you don't think oh man, I should have got him something cheaper. You know, I should have gotten something that was only about five euros and not 200 euros. No, that's not the heart of a father. And how many know mothers and fathers, they appreciate that five euro thing more than some Teenagers appreciate the teenagers. You know, and, and so the whole thing is, is God is not saying you need to give back to me everything that I give to you. God just wants you to see your heart to give. What makes a mom or a dad happy is when their, their child makes the effort to think about to get them something. And we give out. And we take in. And we give out. And we take in. And we teach our kids to give out. And to take in. And to give out. And to take in. And we learn from God to give out and then to receive and give out and to receive we live our life learning this principle more and more Jesus said help the ones around you and you'll be helping me so into the kingdom. And I will see and I will recognize. I will, I will know what you're doing. I will see it and I will take it as if you're given to me. And so this is God's plan. This is God's plan for Christmas. Giving and receiving. But this is God's plan for our life every day. Giving and receiving. This is the fun part of life. You need to enjoy your giving and you also need to enjoy your receiving. Let's just do our part giving as big as we can to the Lord. And watch how God is going to bless us in our life abundantly. And so our harvest time is coming. Make that confession again. I know it's been a long work day. Say, my harvest time is coming. Amen. And so we, we are to be used by God to give and used by God in our receiving. And we are to do both of them by faith. You give by faith and you receive by faith. You know, the, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10, in verse 8, Jesus is saying, you know, 
go heal the sick and raise the dead and cleanse those who have leprosy and drive out demons. Jeesus ütles, siin teeke terveks haigeid, äratage üles surnud, teeke puhtaks pidali tõbised ajaga välja kurja vaime. Freely you have received, freely give. Muidu olete saanud, muidu antke, või siis tasuta olete saanud, tasuta antke. Amen. Freely you have received. Vabalt oled saanud. Freely give. Vabalt anna ka. Freely you have received. Vabalt sa oled saanud. Freely give. Ja vabalt anna välja. And so he's talking to you. And he is saying you need to have something to give. But if you are not receiving, you can't give nothing. You get that? If you don't have anything to give, you can't give anything to give no matter how bad you want to give. I wish that I could bring a million euros to church on Sunday and give it to the Lord. How many would wish you could do that? Three, four, five, six, six people. Right. I wish that I could give millions to the Lord. And I believe that maybe one day I will. But I will never be able to do that aga ma ei saa mitte kunagi sellist asja teha until i begin to learn to receive more and more kuni ma yppi rohkem rohkem vastu võtma i'm not receiving more for me i'm receiving more for a purpose ja ma mitte ei võta rohkem vastu enda jaoks vaid eesmärkiga and so he's talking to us about having something to to to, to give ja ta räägib siin et meil oleks midagi mida anda god wants to use you jumal tahab kasutada sind and he wants to to show through you his love and his compassion ja ta tahab läbi God wants to use you to help meet people's needs in, in your life. But until you receive, you've got nothing to give. And so we freely have received, and so then we can freely give. And God is going to bless you so that you can give selleks et sa saaksid anda with no strings attached ilma et mingisugust tagamõtet seal oleks kaasas you know i had a guy came to our church for a little while ma had üks mees kes käis sin kogudes mõnda aega and he gave a couple hundred euros every time he came to church ja ta andis paar sada eurot iga kord kui ta käis sin after a while he started wanting some favors from me ja mingi hetk ta hakkas tahtma minu käest teeneid and and he was saying you you know how much i give and he said tead kui palju ma annan meie kogudesele and so you know i I won't go into all the details, but he said, you know, so I'm expecting this and this from you. And I said, well, first of all, I don't know how much you give. I do not check up on the church's giving. Uh, I look at the end of every year. I look over the, the big numbers. But just so you know, I'm not looking to see how much Parkville gave in the last 30 days. Start figuring it up and thinking, well, he's probably not tied and I need to go talk to That is between you and God. My job is to teach you. It's your job to follow and obey. And so this guy came to me and he said, well, uh, you know, I'm expecting this. And I said, well, I said, I don't know what you give. And uh, even if I did know, uh, I'm going to treat you the same as everybody else. And he did not like that very much. And then after a week later, then he never came back again. He found another pastor that he could manipulate. Um, this is, that is not how we are to give to God. I'll give with strings attached. Because, uh, you know, I'm an important person now and I, I'm, I need special no, I'll treat the millionaire the same as I'll treat the person that, that you know, 
Ei, ma kohtlen miljonäritast saamoodi, nagu kedagi, kellele pole mitte midagi. Amen. I'm, I'm going to do my best. Ma vähemalt tahan oma parima. To treat everybody at an equal level. Kohelda kõiki võrdse tasemel. Just show people the love of God. Ja lihtsalt näeta inimestel Jumala armastus. Because I believe that's the role of the church. Sest ma usun, et see on koguduse roll. And when we give to God. Ja kui me anname Jumalale. You need to give with no strings attached. Sa peaksid anma Jumalale ilma tingimusteta. Amen. Amen. I give freely. Ma annan Jumalale vabalt. Because I've received so much. Sest ma olen nii palju saanud Jumala käest. God has blessed me. So I can give. And the more he blesses me, the more I can give. The more opportunity I have, the more I'm going to be able to bless people. So I believe God for opportunities. I look for opportunities. But this is God's plan for us. We just put God first. And we watch how the blessings are going to begin to start coming back to us. And so uh, some Christians they they misinterpret scripture. Christians, they do it to sound holy. Especially on the subject of giving and receiving. Uh, they're, they're, you know they're only believing uh, you know that that, that you know uh, People that receive things are greedy. You know, the, the people that are always wanting something from God, that's, 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 that's just greed. And, and they're, what they're really doing is they're believing a lie. They're believing the lie of the enemy that will stop them in their life. And what they do is they take scriptures like in Acts chapter 20. And where Jesus said that it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And they think, well, yes, of course, hallelujah. I just want to give. I don't want to receive nothing. Uh, you know, you don't, have, you don't need to do anything for me. God, you don't need to do anything for me. I just want to give because it's better to give as the Lord has said than to receive. What a stupid thing to believe. I'm sorry, if you believe that, get God's heart in this. Quoting this saying, I don't want to receive anything. I only want to give. I want to be a giver. I just want my life to be about giving. If you only give and you never receive, you are going to come to a place that you have nothing left to give. And that's the plan of the enemy. He wants to stop the church. So he says, stop being greedy, you bunch of Christians. Stop taking all that God is doing for you. And just give it all away. Our heart should be in giving and receiving. Our faith should be in our giving and and the reason I can generously give is because I know a God who will generously give back to me. Amen. And this is the God that we serve. He wants us to have abundance and more than enough. That as we give to the Lord, and we give to every good thing, that the name of Jesus Christ will be lifted up on the earth. And we know that every good thing comes from the Lord. Amen. Every good thing comes from Him. So I give glory to Him. And I don't take glory from myself. And so you cannot give what you do not have. And sometimes it's not always easy to receive. I don't know about you, but it, I've had times in the past that it was 
It was hard to receive from some people. It's easy for me to give. Sometimes it's hard for me to receive from certain people. Now, if I think that you're a really rich guy and you're just you're throwing me a little something, then okay, I'll take it. Kui lähe akku, sa oled mingisugune rikkur ja sa nagu nagu natukene viska minu poole, siis okei, ma võtan selle vastu. Ah, no, thank you, man. You're, you're awesome. Kui aitäh, mees, tänu sulle selle. God has blessed you and you are a blessing. Jumal on sinna õnnistunud ja sa oled ka õnnistuseks. But what about the person who has less than you? Aga mis puudutab need inimesi, kellele on vähem kui sul? And they come and they want to bless you. Ja nad tulevad ja nad tahad õnnistuda sind. And you think, they need this more than I do. Ja sa mõtled, et kule, aga neil on seda kõvasti rohkem aja kui minul. Oh, no, 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 brother, you just keep that. Ai, ei, ei, vend, jätta see endale, jätta see endale. Don't, don't worry about this. Ei, ära selle pärast, kui muud on see. God will take care of me, just keep that for yourself. Jumal kannab hoolt minu eest ja jätta see endale lihtsalt. Do you know what you're doing? Kas sa tead, mida sa teed? You're blocking somebody's blessing. Sa blokkeerid kellegi õnnistust. Because they need to sow. Sest neil on vaja külvata. So they could reap. Selleks, et nad saaksid lõigata. So they could get out of the place where they are. Selleks, et nad võiksid välja saada sellest kohas, kus nad on. So they could sow more. Et nad saaksid külvata veel rohkem. And reap even more. Ja lõigata veel enam. And maybe someday surpass you. Ja võibolla mingid päeval nad panevad sinu täiega mööda. Because God has blessed them so much. Sest Jumal on neid lihtsalt nii väga õnnistanud. That then they look down at you and say, oh man, I need to help you out. Et nad veel hetkel vaatavad sinu peale ja mõtlevad, kuule, mul on vaja aidata sind. How do we get from where we are to where God wants us to be? Kuidas me jõuame selles kohast, kus me oleme, sinna, kuhu Jumal tahab, et me jõuaksime? By sowing and reaping. Läbi külvamise ja lõikamise. By giving and receiving. Läbi andmise ja vastuvõtmise. This is how the kingdom of God works, Jesus said. Seda siit toimib Jumal kuningrik, nende ütles Jeesus. That's why Christmas is so much fun. Ja sellepärast jõulud ongi täega tore aeg. Because it's like instant giving and receiving, and it's so cool. Sest see on nagu sinne pidev andmine ja saamine, ja see on nii lahe. But what about the person who's got less than you? Who gives abundantly, generously to you? That for me, that's, that's been tough in the past. I remember when we started the church. There was a little lady that came to our church. I know she didn't have much at all. You can tell by the clothes that she wore. You can tell by the way that she lived her life. She was probably one of the poorer people in her church. And she came up to me one time and she handed me an envelope with some money in it. Ja ühel pühapal tuli ta minu juurde ja ulatas mulle ümbriku rahaga. And we're just starting this church and I'm thinking... I'm not here to take money from you, lady. And she gave me this envelope that was filled with, well, back then it was crowny, so it looked a whole lot more, right? You know, how many, uh, 40 crowns looks a whole lot better than uh, 4 euros. Or whatever But you know, so so here, you know, she's giving. And she said, "I just, the Lord just put you on my heart, and I just want to give this to you." This is a gift for you personally. And I said, "I don't know if I could take this." Ja ma ütlesin, et ma ei tea, kas ma võin, ma saan seda vastu võtta. Ma tean, mis olukorras sa oled. Aga sa nainud, et tead, ma usun, et see on midagi, mida ma pean tegema. Ma võtsin selle ümbriku ja ma läksin koju, läksin oma kontorisse. Lihtsa kontorisse. Ja see oli koguse kontorisse. Ja seal oli kontorisse. Ja ma istusin seal oma laua taha, vaatasin seda ümbrikud, kus rahaga. Ja ma ütlesin, et ma ei saa seda kõige, ja ma ei saa seda kõige. Ja siis ma mõtlesin, et kule, et ma pean kuidagi andma selle kellegi teisi kätte, kõige teine annaks selle naisele tagasi. Kuidas ma saan vastu võtta seda raha? Ja siis isand tuletas mulle meelde. Mõningaid neid lugusid piibist. Ta meenutas mulle seda põhimõtteliselt andmises ja vastu võtmises. Ja ma parandasin seda samas meelde isandais. Ja siis ma läksin rutsuse naise juurde enne, kui ta koju läks. Ja ma mõtlesin, et kui ta koju läks. 
Ja, ja ma ütlesin, tead, tead mida. When you gave that to me, you surprised me. Et kui sa andsid mulle selle, siis, siis ma, sa üllatasid mind. Because nobody's ever given me anything. Sest keegi ei ole mulle kunagi midagi andnud niimoodi. From our church. Meie koodsest. You're the first one. Et sa oled esimene. And that surprised me. Ja see üllatas mind. But I said, you know, I'm going to receive that. Aga tead, ma võtan selle vastu. Because I know God is going to do something great. Sest ma tean, et Jumal teeb midagi vägevat sinu elus. So I believe this is your seed. And you're going to get a harvest. From that day, I, I am now able to receive anything from anyone. Amen. I've had some single women in our church come and give me an offering. And I receive it and I pray for them. Ja, ja ma olen vastu võtnud selle ja ma olen palutan nende pärast. Ja ma olen tänanud neid. And I've had some very wealthy people that come to our church and they've never given me a dime. <laughs> ja ma tulen mõnikord riikad inimesed, kes on kogudes pole mulle mitte midagi annud. Listen, it's not about how I treat people. Sest tead, asi ei ole selles, kuidas ma kohtan inimesi. And I'm not asking for your money tonight. Ja tead, täna ma ka ei küsi sinult raha ega midagi. I'm saying, uh, when we need to receive. Ma lihtsalt räägin, et kui meil on vaja vastu võtta. Sometimes it's for us. Vahest on see meile. Sometimes it's for them. We receive their seed. So they get our. Sometimes we're receiving our harvest. Sometimes we're receiving their seed. You need to judge where you're at. You need to understand what's happening around you. And your faith needs to be in your giving. And your faith then needs to be and you're receiving. And you receive by faith from the, 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 bit, the great and the small. No matter where it comes from, you receive by faith, trusting God, trusting God to bless the source. Amen. Bless your boss. Pray for your boss. Pray for your business that you work at. Why? Because that's your source. Pray for God to bless your source. So that the, the, the flow can continue to come to you. Marga, pray for your source. Marga, pray for, for, for the, the source that... that provides to us. We pray for where we get our, our increase from. And then we receive by faith. We receive by faith. But don't go quoting the Bible saying it's better to give than to receive. And so I'm just going to give and I don't want to receive nothing. That is really because you are blocking somebody else's blessing and you are limiting what God is going to be able to do because you are going to run out you are not going to be able to, to give to others the way that God wants you to give and so we need to, to be using our faith use your faith to give use your faith to receive uh, and, and we need to get into the word of God one way for us to be, be used by God is to get in and know what it is that God has spoken and what he's promised a way to be used by God read the Bible study the Bible listen to good teaching that inspires you come to a church and, and get involved with what we do here get involved with the word of God going out to the world but in Mark chapter 4 verse 24 and I want to read this out of the New Living. It says, then, then he, he, he added, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you'll be given. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given. 
How many of you know you can listen to something from far away, or you can listen to something very close? You can listen to something far away. And you can listen to something very close. You can listen to a conversation from across the room. Or you can go face to face with somebody. And be part of the conversation. The closer you are when you listen, the more understanding you're going to have about what's going on. Have you ever only heard part of a conversation? And thought you knew what they were talking about? Oletanud, et sa saad aru, and showed up in the conversation to add your little two cents and it wasn't even part of the conversation. And they'll look at you and think, what? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> right? Have you ever done that? Uh, don't do that. Let me just say, don't get, don't get involved in something that you're not involved in. Don't, don't try to add something to where, where they're not even talking to you. And I don't have a Bible scripture for that. Other than it's just better to be quiet than to open your mouth and show how Right? And so, so we, we just need to be, be very wise. But, but we can listen two ways. We can listen from afar. we can listen close. And the closer we listen and the more we, we try to hear from the Father, the more understanding we will be given. And I love the last part of this verse. And you're going to receive even more. The closer you listen, the more understanding you're going to have. And you're going to receive even more. The closer you listen, the more understanding you're going to have. And then you will receive even more. Our knowledge of who God is is going to bring greater and greater blessing into our lives. Our knowledge of who God is is going to bring greater and greater blessing into our lives. And if you want to be a success in life, grow in your knowledge of God. Amen. Study the Word. Feed on the Word of God. And through giving and through receiving, it is God's way to get you to a place of even greater Understand. And that you'll be able to receive even more. And so no matter what, no matter how hard you try to use your faith, if you are being stingy in your giving, if you are being um, not very Christmassy in your giving, It doesn't matter how hard you're trying to believe God. How, how much you're trying to use your faith. If you're being stingy in your giving, you're not going to be walking in the full blessing. And you're going to continue to struggle with your receiving. You've got to give by faith and receive by faith. Some people just want to give. Some people just want to receive. Don't be either one of those people. We need to be giving and receiving. We breathe in and we breathe out. That's what brings life. If you only breathe in, you will die. If you only breathe out, you will die. But if you breathe in and out, there's life. Man, that was awesome. I didn't even write that. Right. That just came to me, so that was cool. But 
we have life in God. Aga meil on elu Jumalas. Through our giving and our Läbi oma andmise ja vastuvõtmise. It's what brings brings strength, it brings energy, it brings joy. See on mist, mis toob tugevust rõhmu elu meile. And so no matter how how much we're trying to get something from God. Nii kui võrd väga me ka ei proov ürita saada midagi Jumala käest. If you're not doing your part. Kui sina ei tee enda osa. That's not how the kingdom of God works. Siis mis ta see ei ole see viis, kuidas Jumala kuningriik toimib. Jesus said this. See on viis, kuidas toimib Jumala kuningriik. A man takes seed and he scatters his seed. Inimene võtab seemne ja küllab seda igale poole. This is how the kingdom of God works. See tasu toimib Jumala kuningriik. First the man does what he's supposed to do. Siis on inimene teeb seda, mida ta peaks tegema. Then God can do what he does. Ja siis Jumal saab teha seda, mida tema teeb. Then the man can go and get what belongs to him. Ja siis inimene saab minna ja võtta vastu selle, mis kuulub talle. Give by faith, receive by faith. Anna usu läbi, võtta vastu usu läbi. And before you do anything, enne kui sa midagi teed, you need to have faith to give. Sul on vaja usku andmiseks. So that you can have faith to receive. Selleks, et sul saaks olla ka usku vastu võtmiseks. You know, I, I love this story. Mulle väga meeldib see lugu. In Acts chapter 3. Apostlite tegud raamatus kolmandast peadükis. Acts chapter 3. Apostlite teod kolmast peadük. Uh, you can only give what you have. Et sa saad anda seda, mida sul on. You can only give what you have. Sa saad anda ainult seda, mida sul on. And so in Acts chapter 3, I'm going to start reading here with verse 1. What time is it? Et apostlite teod kolm üks. Hakkame lugema siit. Hallelujah. Peter and John went to the temple uh, in the afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, there was a man lame from birth being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so that he could beg from, from the people going into the temple. <coughs> Apostlite 3.1. Peetrus ja Johannes läksid üles pühakotta ja palvusele, mida peeti pärast lõunal kello kolme ajal. Ja sinna kanti mees, kes oli sündimises saadik jalutub, ta pandi päevas päeva pühakoja selle ukse ette, mida nimetatakse ilusaks väravaks pühakotta mine ja eelt valmuseid paluma. So this guy, he's taken every day. Nii et see mees, teda võeti iga päev toodi. Put at the, the temple gate there. Pandi templi värava ette. Everybody going in to pray has to walk right past him. Ja kõik, kes lähevad palvele, peavad temast mööda kõndima. And it said they did this every day. Ja see on öelda, et seda tehti iga päev. You know what this means? Think about this. This man had been sitting there while Jesus walked past him every day. Jesus went to the temple to pray. Jesus would go to the temple to teach the people. He and his disciples would walk past this man every day. Tema ja ta jüngrid kõndisid temast mööda iga päev. Just a side note. Just think about it. Väikene, vahe mõtta selline, pane see kõrvale korraks. And it says here, ja siin ütleb, that this man was probably used to getting something from the disciples of Jesus. He probably was glad when they came because they were generous. Et see mees oli harjunud saama midagi Jeesuse jüngritelt, sest nad ei tarutast ei väga heldida anma. And so here in verse 3, ja nii kolmandas saimis ütleb, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Kui ta nägi Peetrus ja Johannes pühakotta astumas, palus ta neil talmust. Hey, Peter and Joe, I'm over here, man. Joe, Peter, Johannes, just lab. There you are. You guys are awesome. You guys have always been so good to me. I don't know where I'd be without you and that Jesus guy. And then uh, Peter and John, they looked at him intently. Verse 4. And he said, look at us. And, and the, the lame man looked up and, and eagerly expecting some money. <laughs> but Peter said, today I don't have any gold or silver for you, but I will give you what I have. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up. Aga Peetrus ütles, õvedatega kulda mul ei ole, aga mis mul on, seda ma annan sulle. Jeesus Kristus on naatsaretsase nimel tõuse ja kõnni. I don't have any gold on me today. But what I have, I can give. What I have, I can give. If you don't have it, you can't give it. Now, we can teach a thousand ways from this verse. We talk about you going into the presence of God and making sure you got something from the Lord. All kinds of different ways we can look at this. But I want you to see he gave what he had. What I have, 
I can give to you. Mida mul on, seda ma saan sulle anda. And it says in verse 7, then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and he helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. Ja ta haaras kinni, alutu paremast käest ning aitast üles ja otse kohe said selle jalapöijad ja pakluud tugevaks. He jumped up, he stood on his feet and he began to walk. Ning ta hõppalt püsti, seisis ja kõndis ning... Yeah. And then walking and leaping and praising God, he went into the temple with them. <laughs> this was the best day of this guy's life. And he didn't receive any gold or silver or any, any treasure. But he received something from God that changed his life forever. Peter and John had faith in the power of the Holy Spirit. They knew Jesus was his healer. And he, they, they knew that there was authority in the name of Jesus. And they had a, a, an understanding that that authority had been given to them. Again, I am sure Jesus walked past this man. Jesus probably, uh, uh, what's his name? Brain freeze. Um, Jude? Judas. Probably had Judas. Judas, give that man some money. Judas was in charge of all the money. Judas was in charge of all the money. So he probably told him many times, give him some money. The father loves you, man. Walked past him. Sowed into his life. Never healed him. Because the man had no faith. It's going to take something special. It's going to take something out of the ordinary for this man to receive. This man had no faith. And then through the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit, Peter spoke and he said, what I have, I What is going on here? This is a gift of the Spirit that is in operation. You know, the, the Bible talks about the gifts of the Spirit. Paul gave us a, 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 a glimpse of that. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, about verse 9, it talks about these gifts of the Spirit and talks about this gift of special faith. There's a special faith that comes for a moment where you can believe God and you can speak and your words are as if it were God's very own words. So this is not an ordinary faith. This was not a faith that, that they got by, by uh, studying the scripture in that morning. This was a gift of the Spirit. This was, this was being led by the Spirit of God to do something supernatural. So don't think that you could just go out and start doing this. Going up to some beggar and grabbing him and saying, get up in the name of Jesus. <laughs> if the Holy Spirit's not leading you to do it, there's not going to be any power in it. And then we have Christians that come up with theories. Well, the power was only back in those days, but it's not working today. God did things in the Bible that he just doesn't you know, this is only for the, the apostles' power. It wasn't for us. And then you get all these weird teachings that guys come up with. Because they misunderstand faith and the gift of faith. This is a spiritual gift of faith. Where they speak God's will. And then by the power of the Holy Spirit, this man is healed. And so here, Peter, he is obeying the Holy Spirit. And he said, what I have, I give. 
typically you can't just go giving out your faith to help somebody else. How many times did we see Jesus said your faith healed you, your faith healed you, your faith healed you, your faith healed you. Right now Peter said what I have I'm going to give to you. Watch this. Get up brother. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have authority. This started an amazing movement. This started an explosion in the church. God will do special things like this to blow up a city and blow up a ministry. Because out of this, Peter and John go before the leaders and they're saying, who gives you this authority? Because everybody knew the guy. He was there every day. And he's jumping and shouting. Glory to God. Look at my legs, guys. How cool am I? I'll race you. You know, and he's just having an awesome time. And they got mad at Peter and John for doing something that they could never do. They stood up in front of everybody and said, listen, it wasn't us. It's just the power of the name of Jesus. Remember that guy you all crucified? Yeah, that one. That guy. He's the one that healed this dude. I didn't know started a movement that brought you here to church tonight. Amen. Thank God. Thank God for this man that But listen, the point was, Peter said, I give you what I have. He had received so he can give. He had received so he could be used by God. If you've got nothing that you've received, you've got nothing that you can give. God's will for you is that you have an abundance to give to every good work. Every opportunity. Every sound system. Everything that God puts before you that you would be able to do your part. And I'm waiting to the time that we can, as a church, bless people so big. That if somebody comes through and says, I feel God has called me to go to India. I would love for the time as a church that we would be able to say, don't worry about it, whatever you need, we'll pay for you to go. You don't need to raise any more money. You just send me the checks and we'll pay for it. I would love to be able to do that. I would love to send people around the world and just say, go, you're, don't, don't worry about money. Just go preach Jesus. Just go tell them. Just go tell them God loves them. Just go tell them there's a savior. You just go do what God calls you. We'll take care of everything. We're going to get there. As we grow, as we as our finances grow, we are going to be more generous than we are. Today we might be able just to hook up and be part of somebody doing something. But the days will come that we will be able to send people. As the church sent out Paul and Barnabas. In other words, meaning, guys, you don't need to ask anybody else for money. We'll send you. 
If you get in your heart to go to Africa and preach the gospel, I'll just send you there. I would love to get to that place. I believe that's God's heart. Is that we will do our part to all go around the world and get this job done. But for us to get there, we've got to have faith in our giving and greater faith in our receiving. Amen. I want to have big faith to receive. 7,000 euros is nothing to God. It's where we're believing for God for right now as a church. We're believing God for 7,000 euros to pay the bills. But what if we get the 70,000 that come in and we only need seven? Man, we'll be able to do so much for the Lord. We'll be able to change a city. We'll be able to change more and more people's lives. And you watch, the days are going to come where suddenly things are going to change for us. Suddenly it's going to change for you. Suddenly we're going to be walking in blessing. Suddenly there's going to be some supernatural growth. Suddenly lives are going to be changed all the time. Suddenly people are going to get healed. Suddenly somebody's going to walk up and say to a man who's just standing there, get up on your feet in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> suddenly. Suddenly. Man, I, I believe God for some suddenlies coming up before us. Suddenly, everything is going to be different. Man, I think we're ready. I'm believing God for the suddenlies. Amen. Well, would you stand with me? Let's just pray. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that you are a God who still does miracles today. Thank you, Father, for your hand that is upon this place and upon your people. Lord, we believe you for the suddenlies that are yet to come. We believe you that there are things that are ahead of us that are great than the things that are behind us. You've got greater things for us to do as a church. You've got more people that we are to reach. And Father, we're believing you for the suddenlies. We're believing you for the miracles. We are believing you for the power of giving. And the power of receiving. That there are promises that we can stand on, to walk out and fulfill your will. That we will be so blessed that there would be nothing that would be impossible for us. So Father, I just thank you that in the name of Jesus that you are moving among your people. You're changing our hearts. You're changing the way that we see what we have. So that we understand what we have is a key to having so much more. And that we would be big givers so that we could be bigger receivers. And I thank you, Father, that harvest is always greater than the seed. And the harvest, or the seed that is in the ground. I thank you, Lord, that our harvest time is coming. Thank you that harvest time is coming. Thank you that harvest time is coming. Thank you that harvest time is coming for your people. Thank you that harvest time is coming for us. And we receive it gladly. We receive it with joy. We receive it in faith. Knowing that you've got greater things for us. And the bigger blessing that we, that, that we receive. The greater blessing that we could be to those around us. God bless your people tonight. Open up the eyes of our heart and help us to stretch our faith. Let us be 
generous in our giving. And let us be generous in our receiving. That we would receive from anybody at any time. Understanding the principle and the law of sowing and reaping. God, thank you. People sow into our lives. Thank you for increase. Thank you for increase. Suddenly, in Jesus' name, we give you praise, Father. We give you praise for your plan and your will being done. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah.